You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. And welcome in the Sacks in the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti, and you are listening to our simulated season, Fast Forward. We did one of these last week, and now it's time to move along as we come to a great conclusion to our simulated White Sox season that started on opening day. And we gave you a broadcast, a radio broadcast, about 90 minutes each and every day, following along with the schedule. And then we had to jump forward. Why? Because Major League Baseball's back, baby. In fact, Scott Merkin going to be joining us on our regular Socks in the Basement show this coming Wednesday. And if you missed this past Wednesday's show, Joe Binder from Socks on 35th, who partnered up with Socks in the Basement this entire time to bring you this simulated season, joined us to talk about the sim season, but also mainly about what's going on right now with the White Sox getting ready for a shortened but very exciting 60 games in 66 days. And that is going to kick off before the end of July. But we're here today to take you from the last broadcast that you heard on Tuesday, where the White Sox dropped their only game that they would lose all season long to the Chicago Cubs. And at that point, the White Sox are at 63-38, and still chasing the Twins in second place. A day off on the 22nd of July, and the fast-forward kicks off with four games against Minnesota. The Sox hosted the Twins on the 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th of July and got off to an inauspicious start as the Twins came roaring back in the ninth inning to tie the ball game at 8-8 on Thursday the 23rd, going on to hit a grand slam in the 12th and hold the lead to beat the White Sox in Game 1 12-8. Dallas Keuchel took the mound the next day and pitched a gem. Sox won 3-2. Gio Gonzalez followed it off with a win of his own on Saturday. Sox win 5-4, and then they blow out the Twins behind Reynaldo Lopez, taking Jake Odorizzi deep three different times on Sunday and winning 11-5. The Sox take three out of four from the Minnesota Twins and sit just a game back from the Twinkies going into a series with Detroit. The Sox continue to beat up the Tigers just like they have for the entire season. Carlos Rodon came out and this time gets a win, his first since returning. He goes seven strong for the second straight outing, six hits, seven strikeouts, only two walks, and two earned runs. He walks out of the first 14 innings back to the rotation with a 1.92 ERA. Aaron Bummer with his 20th hold and Steve Ciszek with his 16th save of the season as the Sox won 4-3 against Detroit. The next two games were a laugher. The Sox won 8-2 in Game 2 on Tuesday the 28th behind a home run from Edwin Encarnacion, amongst several others. Game 3 started off very badly. Dallas Keuchel gave up five runs over his first five innings, but Dylan Cease, newly placed into the bullpen, came on afterwards and held down the Tigers the rest of the way. Home runs from Luis Robert and Yasmani Grandal led the comeback as the White Sox sweep Detroit and win their fifth straight game 9-5. 
The significance of the sweep is huge as the White Sox move into a first-place tie with the Minnesota Twins on the 29th of July. The Astros and Indians are tied four games back from the Sox and Twins for the second wildcard spot. So at this point, either Chicago or Minnesota wins the division. The other one would host the wildcard game, and the Astros and Indians are fighting for that right. And then the White Sox head off to Cleveland in a big series. Unfortunately for the Sox, it does not go well. Gio Gonzalez has his worst start of the season. He gives up six through only two and two-thirds innings. Michael Kopech comes on for the rest of the game, but before it's all over, the Sox are blanked. A three-hit complete game from Aaron Savale, who the Sox had given his only loss of the season to. He improves to 11-1. Gonzalez drops the 13-3, and, and the Sox lose 8-0. Game two was a slugfest. Home runs everywhere. A 13-8 finish. Mancada, Robert, and James McCann, who had two, all hit home runs. The Sox jumped out early and held on late, winning 13-8. But unfortunately, that was all the good news from Cleveland that weekend. The Sox lose 7-5 on Saturday and 10-2 on Sunday as Lucas Giolito throws a dud. Meanwhile, there's good news. As the White Sox enter August, Luis Robert wins the AL Rookie of the Month Award for July. Robert hit 306 with eight home runs in the month and continues to push forward for the White Sox. On August 3rd, the White Sox got their first crack at the New York Yankees. Dallas Keuchel versus Luis Severino, and it was a pitcher's duel. Both pitchers gave up only four hits. Keuchel went seven innings, Severino goes nine, and the only run scored was unfortunately a DJ LeMahieu solo home run in the fourth inning. The Yankees beat the Sox 1-0 in New York. In game two though, the White Sox came roaring back. Four different players hit home runs in the Bronx. Tim Anderson, Aloy Jimenez, Edwin Encarnacion, and Yasmani Grandal, who continues to lead the team in bombs. 15 hits in all. Easily supported Gio Gonzalez with a rebound game in which he only gave up two earned runs. Alex Colome actually got the chance to come on and get a save because he pitched the last three innings and the White Sox chased James Paxton right off the mound, winning 10-3. Game three was intense. Two teams that could easily meet in the playoffs sent Lopez against Tanaka. Lopez goes seven with only four hits and a walk. He strikes out five and gives up two earned runs. Tanaka goes six. He gives up seven hits but spreads them around, gives up two earned runs of his own. The game is tied going into the top of the ninth inning when Yoan Moncada hits a solo home run to give the White Sox a 3-2 lead. Unfortunately, in the ninth, Steve Ciszek blows the save. Gliber Torres hits a home run of his own, a solo shot to tie it up, and we go to extras. In the top of the 10th inning, the White Sox string together a bunch of hits, capped off by a bases-clearing double by Adam Engel and put up a four spot. They hold on as Ciszek comes out in the 10th and gets the win. The Sox take two out of three from the Yankees and get to head home after an up-and-down road trip. Coming out of that road trip, the White Sox are at 72-43, and 43, one game behind the Minnesota Twins, but the number one wildcard team in the standings. The Indians are number two. They're three games behind, also in third place in the Central, and the Astros are a half game behind the Indians in the wildcard race. The next closest team is the Blue Jays. They've dropped the six games back behind the Astros. Tim Anderson, though, has passed Mike Trout to lead in the AL batting race 
339-337. Jorge Polanco of the Twins is also now tied atop that race with Tim Anderson. Danny Mendick and Nick Mandrigal have started the split time at second base as Mendick's average is in the 270s and Mandrigal's has dropped below 210. And now the White Sox get the Indians at home. In fact, a huge homestand. Indians, Angels, Yankees, including the Field of Dreams game. So much riding on this week and a half in the middle of August. The team responds, led once again by the return of Carlos Rodon. The Sox win 3-1 over the Indians on Friday. They get a complete game shutout from Lucas Giolito on Saturday, winning 6-0, and take a tight one, 2-1 on Sunday, sweeping away the Tribe who had just taken 3-4 out of four from the Sox in Cleveland the weekend before. After the sweep of the Tribe in Chicago, the White Sox sit alone in first place for the first time all season. The Twins are a game back, and the Indians are now six games back. Tim Anderson is now alone atop the AL batting average charts, hitting 335 with Mike Trout at 334. Yasmani Grandal leads the team with 25 home runs, tied with Edwin Encarnacion. Grandal also has 75 RBIs at this point. Edwin is the first to surpass 100 strikeouts with 102, but is hitting 270 with 25 home runs and an OPS of 895 and Luis Robert continues to be on fire. He's hitting now 256 with 16 home runs and an OPS of 787 on the season. Gio Gonzalez has improved to 14-3 with a 3.21 ERA and a 1.24 whip. Carson Fulmer, though, has hit hard times. His whip is now the worst on the team at a 1.42. The Angels came to town, and the Sox finally get a crack at them at home after a very early series on the road Back in April, it's a slobber knocker on Monday night. Both teams put up 27 combined hits and 20 runs. The Sox get the scoring going early on an Aloy Jimenez third inning grand slam. In the fifth inning, Edwin Encarnacion knocks out a three-run home run. A Yoan Moncada error late in the game put the game in doubt for just moments before the Sox rattled off four in the sixth and two in the seventh to go on and win 13-7. Gio Gonzalez had a shaky start, only four innings, giving up six earned runs. But the bullpen behind Kopech, Fry, who got the win, and Alex Colome get the White Sox the win. Game two, Reynaldo Lopez came out and shined, and the White Sox bats continued to beat up on Angels pitching. Lopez goes seven, gives up only two hits and three walks, striking out five and one earned run. Meanwhile, Shohei Utani, who had shut out the White Sox through eight and two-thirds the last time they had seen him earlier in the season, got lit up. He gets chased after two and a third, giving up five runs over those short innings. Edwin Encarnacion hits two bombs, multiple doubles from Larry Garcia, Tim Anderson, and Nomar Mazzara, and the White Sox are all over the Angels, winning 11-1. The Sox went for their second series sweep and eighth straight win on Wednesday the 12th of August and got off to an incredible Start hitting lower in the lineup. Yasmani Grandal hits a grand slam in the first inning. That would be his first of two home runs. 12 hits hit by the White Sox against the Angels, who they continue to beat up at the plate. The Sox overcome errors by Luis Robert in center and Danny Mendick at second base to give another win to Carlos Rodon, who only goes five and a third, giving up five hits, three walks with six strikeouts and two earned runs. 
Ricky Renteria continues to juggle things at the back end of the bullpen. Aaron Bummer comes on at the end of this one and picks up a save after the Angels load up the bases in the top of the ninth. Sox win 7-3 and head to Iowa for the Field of Dreams game against the Yankees. So the Sox head to Iowa to face the New York Yankees. And it's a fun day in the cornfield. Dallas Keuchel gets the start and goes five and a third, giving up five runs early on. Ugh. But in the fourth inning, the Sox start to climb back. As Dylan Cease takes over on the mound, coming out of the bullpen yet again, Jose Abreu drives in Tim Anderson in the fourth after he got on base with a double. In the sixth inning with the bases loaded, Adam Engel does what we all dream of, hits a grand slam into the cornfields in Iowa, and the White Sox tie the game up. The game will go to extra innings, where the man who hit the grand slam earlier in the game, Adam Engel, hits a double to drive in the game-winning run, and the White Sox walk it off in the corn, 6-5. to five. The Sox drop the other two games, though, over the weekend against the Yankees, 4-1 to one and 6-1. to one. But they will head to Minnesota on the 18th of August, still in first place. The Twins at a half game back, and Cleveland still five games behind them. Luis Robert continues to lead the major leagues with 43 stolen bases. Tim Anderson is now second to Andrew Benatini in the batting title race, 337 to 334. Luis Robert is currently listed as the leader for the American League Rookie of the Year and is putting together another great month. Aloy Jimenez has a fielding percentage of 991 as of this date and is second in consideration for gold glove and left field. I don't know if that's going to last. The Sox head off to Minnesota for two games before four in Seattle. And Reynaldo Lopez, who may be the biggest surprise of the season, takes the mound against Jake Odorizzi and gets the win. Sox win 6-3 before losing in walk-off style 7-6 as Dylan Cease was on the mound trying to close out a three-inning save. When the Sox headed off to Seattle, the hope was to just get a few wins, and they got them. Lucas Giolito kept down Seattle in Game 1, but the Sox bats were silent, and the Sox lost 2-1. Dallas Keuchel showed up, and even though he gave up runs again, because that ERA continues to soar, it's over 4, the Sox hit more than the Mariners and win 9-6. On Saturday, the Sox don't hit as much as the Mariners and lose 7-4. Another loss for Gio Gonzalez, who is starting to even out a little bit. And now Ray Lowe comes back, the only starting pitcher to get a win during the entire road trip, and Lopez gets another one. 4-1 victor. Lopez goes 7, gives up 4 hits and a walk. The only run that scores is unearned, and he struck out 4. Aaron Bummer gets his 23rd hold, and Steve Ciszek gets his 20th save. The Sox win 4-1 behind home runs from Yasmani Grandal and Yoan Mancada and head home after a tough road trip that they somehow find a way to split between Minnesota and Seattle, going into a homestand that will feature Boston and Houston. On the 25th of August, the Sox are 83-47. They're still in first place, a game up on the Twins. Cleveland is four games behind. The Twins are the number one wildcard team 
while the Angels and the Indians are now tied as the number two wildcard teams after the Astros have taken the lead in the AL West. Tim Anderson and Andrew Benatendi are tied with a 333 batting average atop the American League. Yasmani Grandal is the first White Sox player to 30 home runs. He's hitting 303 with 84 RBIs. Luis Robert is up to hitting 259 with 17 bombs and 44 stolen bases. Yohan Moncada has dropped to a 305 average, but is still a rock in the lineup. Danny Mendick has now taken the second base job from Nick Madrigal. Mendick's line as of this date, 275 with a 344 on base percentage and a 434 slugging percentage. Mandrigal's at 207, 273 on base, and a 301 slugging. Mendick has a 2.4 war for the season so far. Mandrigal's at negative 0.3. The Sox welcome the Red Sox in style as Carlos Rodan only was able to pitch five and two-thirds, having a shaky start giving up four earned runs with eight hits against him. But the bats came around later. Aloy Jimenez and Edwin Encarnacion both hit home runs. Jimenez's was a three-run bomb. Dylan Cease, Jace Fry, Aaron Bummer, and Steve Ciszek come out of the bullpen, and the White Sox ride it to the end, winning 6-4. to four. Unfortunately for the White Sox, Lucas Giolito gets rocked on Wednesday, the 26th of August. The Sox drop it big time, 15-3 to the Red Sox. And as Dallas Keuchel tries to come out and stop the bleeding, the Red Sox bats refuse to quit. The Sox drop their second in a row, 8-1. to one. Now after losing two out of three to Boston, the Astros come to town and Gio Gonzalez lays down another egg as August has become a turning point for him after an amazing first half of the season. Gio goes six, he gets the quality start, he only gives up three earned runs, six hits, a walk, two strikeouts, but the Sox were only able to get one run in the second inning behind a Nomar Mazara sacrifice fly. They stranded 10 base runners, and just like what happened in Houston earlier in the season, the Astros were able to get timely hits. The Strohs win 4-1, game one of this three-game weekend series. Game two, the man in the rotation, Reynaldo Lopez. How many times have we mentioned him just in this fast forward? Comes out to the mound and pitches another gem. Imagine what the White Sox are going to be like if this becomes a reality. Lopez goes seven strong, spreading out eight hits and two walks. He strikes out six and gives up only one earned run. Evan Marshall actually gives up two in a mop-up roll, but the White Sox had already scored eight runs and win this game eight to three. The pivotal third game of this weekend series on August 30th saw Carlos Rodon against Justin Verlander. Both pitchers did well. Rodon goes six, spreading out eight hits in one walk with five strikeouts and only two earned runs. Verlander goes seven. He gives up five hits, strikes out five, walks nobody, but also gives up two earned runs. A back and forth begins, and by the time we get to the ninth inning, this game is all tied up at three. The bullpens come out. For the White Sox, it's Fry, Bummer, Fulmer, pushing them through extra innings. Evan Marshall, though, is called on in the 14th inning and gives up four runs on only two hits. He never records an out. By the time Steve Ciszek gets into the game, it's too late, as many question why Renteria would not put his best pitcher out there while he was still available in the game. The Sox trail 7-3, going into the bottom of the 14th inning, and magic begins to happen. With two on and one out, Luis Roberts steps to the plate and hits a three-run home run 
bringing the White Sox within a run. Tim Anderson immediately doubles, but unfortunately ends up stranded. The White Sox almost come back and tie it in the 14th, but lose 7-6. to six. The Sox now begin an all-important road trip, and it's going to bring them to Tampa Bay for four games leading into the month of September. And then to our destination in this fast-forward, Minnesota. They take the first game 7-1. On August 31st, Lucas Giolito gets his 10th win, evening his record to 10-10 with a 4.31 ERA. And on September 1st, the same day that Dallas Keuchel goes nine shutout innings and the White Sox win 3 to nothing in Tampa, Luis Robert is announced as the AL Rookie of the Month for August, two months in a row. In the month of August, he hit 313 with five home runs and is currently listed as the likely Rookie of the Year going into September. September call-ups occur, and the White Sox are able to add two players. Luis Alexander Basabe, outfielder, is promoted for the first time, and Jimmy Cordero returns to the bullpen. He had been sent down earlier to make room for Carlos Rodon's return. On Wednesday, the 3rd of September, Gio Gonzalez takes the mound, and after a very shaky August, follows up a complete game shutout with one of his own. Gio goes all nine, gives up five hits, throws 10 strikeouts, walks nobody, and improves to 15-6. and six. The White Sox victimize Ryan Yarbrough, the starting pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays. Home runs from Tim Anderson, Luis Robert, and Edwin Encarnacion lead the way as the Sox win 7-0. The White Sox went for the four-game sweep in Tampa, but unfortunately couldn't pull it out. Reynaldo Lopez gave up four runs in five innings, one of his worst starts in the last month and a half. Kopech, Fry, and Bummer hung in there, and the White Sox actually clawed back in the top of the seventh to tie it all up. They put up the fourth spot behind a two-run home run from Yasmani Grandal and went to the bottom of the ninth inning, still knotted up at four with Steve Ciszek on the mound. Ciszek, though, blew a save, giving up two runs in two-thirds of an inning, and the Rays walk off to salvage a victory against the White Sox, 6-4. to four. Which brings us to this weekend. Imagine this weekend as you sit back and listen to White Sox simulated baseball as instead of the first weekend of July, we have you fast forwarded to the first weekend of September. The Sox would play three in Minnesota and Saturday and Sunday's games will be as they would be. Lucas Giolito's taking Saturday's game and Dallas Keuchel is pitching Sundays in Minnesota. But we have to tell you what happened on Friday. Carlos Rodon took the mound and boy do the White Sox love having him back. Six and two-thirds, he gives up three earned runs and a quality start. Dylan Cease out of the bullpen, gives up two over two innings. But the Sox bats get after Minnesota pitching. Rondal and Moncada both hit home runs. Yasmani had a three-run blast. Moncada had a two-run blast. The Sox win the first game of the series, nine to five. And going into tomorrow's broadcast, here's what's going on. First of all, the White Sox are 11 and five, versus the Twins so far this season with only these two games left to play. Tim Anderson is now fifth in the American League batting title race. Luis Robert, though, continues to lead Major League Baseball with 45 steals. The Sox are a half game up on the Twins going into tomorrow, 88 and 53, while the Twins are 88 and 54. The White Sox actually have a magic number. It's 21. The wildcard race has also opened up. 
The Twins and the Angels trail in the American League Central and the AL West currently, although both races are very tight. The Indians sit three and a half out of the wild card and five games out of the American League Central. And that's where the White Sox sit right now in the Sox in the Basement simulated season. We've had so much fun bringing this to you, and the fast forward is a little bit bittersweet. We wanted to actually bring every single game to you, but baseball's coming back. But this weekend, crack open a cold one, sit back and relax, as we're in the middle of a pennant race right now. And the Sox have a half-game lead over the Twins with Giolito against Odorizzi tomorrow on Saturday. Don't forget, Scott Merkin joins us on Wednesday on the regular Sox in the Basement show. He is the White Sox beat reporter for MLB.com. We're going to talk to him about everything going on right now as the White Sox are back to work. And if you missed it this past Wednesday, it's still on demand. Go and check out Joe Binder from Sox on 35th and our conversation about what the White Sox roster could look like and how much pressure is really on Ricky Renteria in a 60-game season. My name is Chris Lanuti. Thank you for listening to Sox in the Basement. Our Sim Season Fast Forward. We will see you for the rest of this weekend with broadcasted games using MLB The Show 20 and brought to you proudly by Family Waterproofing Solutions. Have a great weekend from Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always on socksinthebasement.com.